I've been a pastor over 20 years. I've been in a lot of counseling sessions. I've been trained in biblical counseling. This was the best counseling I've ever had, and he never asked me any counseling questions. In that exact moment, it was like a tidal wave, like a tsunami from the bottom of my soul. I finally had words for what my soul had been struggling with for 43 years. The Spirit gave my soul language. Welcome to Unquenchable, where we discuss all things biblical theology, listening prayer, and Christian living. Each week, we will share a discussion, an interview, or a story that will feed your spiritual curiosity, helping you to better understand the Bible and receive inner healing so you can grow in intimacy with Christ through prayer. Last week, we told the story of how a short demonstration of corporate listening prayer at a pastor's conference led to a pastor sharing this testimony. I used to have a lot of fear, particularly when it came to things spiritual, crippling anxiety, depression, and those five to 10 minutes that weekend, some of the most pivotal moments of my spiritual life. It was a huge release. It was an enormous weight. From that moment, two and three quarter years ago, I can only describe that I'm not afraid anymore. I don't get freaked out by stuff anymore. I don't feel intimidated and I'm not wrapped up with worry if I'm going to be under oppression or attack. I just feel like the Lord has released me from that power and spiritual anxiety. But man, the surprise of how it happened and what transpired was very quick, very mm -hmm. sudden. It didn't take a lot for this to happen. And that was just the incredible simplicity of praying through it. If you didn't catch last week's interview with Brian, you might want to go back and hear the interview in full where he recounts how that public prayer session reshaped his life as a pastor and as a father and how that short prayer session led to other pastors experiencing inner healing through prayer. Last week, I promised that I would share some of the testimonies today. This first testimony comes from a pastor who happened to be sitting right beside Brian as we prayed through things. And as Brian was praying, this man put his hand on his shoulder and interceded for him throughout the prayer and when we were finished praying, he shouted to the whole crowd, I got healing too. And so we have him here too, sharing what he shared in a later conference describing that event. I have been preaching a series recently where I'm getting a lot of pushback and just that fear of man had been creeping up in me. And so I've been holding back and not saying some things. And then that led into my insecurity. And my healing came as Don was talking about this. And he just said, well, just let me show you. So he just started praying. And the guy next to me from New England just started to open wide up. And so God came over and started praying through him. And so I was just laying my hands in him because I'm a physical touch guy. And Jeff gets frustrated with that after a while. Um, so as he's praying through his issues, I was seeing conversations with my dad. They would always go back full circle the same way all the time. I just felt the freedom of the fear of man. And I just felt that completely leave. And I was able to go back and be with my dad for four days this fall. It was just like, oh. Is this what a relationship with a dad is supposed to be? It was just so sweet. I was not cantankerous and adversarial. And I just felt that freedom to be able to be with him and give him some joy. And it was just really good. I was just laying my hands on him while he's praying for somebody else. And then I felt the issue in me snap. It was the well, weirdest slash coolest slash most awesome thing. By the end of the day, I ended up praying through things with two other pastors. One of them also shared his testimony in the conference in Greeley. Here's that clip. 
We've been doing this pastor gathering to talk about Word and Spirit for a few years now. So I've been through some listening prayer sessions with the prayer team out there where the conference was at. And I'm not a cessationist, but I am skeptical. And so I've been enjoying experiences with the Holy Spirit, but still trying to figure out my grid. And I saw what Dale was just explaining in our circle. And I thought, okay, I want to find out what this Dr. Love guy is all about. So I asked him if he would do a private uh, session with me just to kind of experiment because I want to be open. And I've been a pastor over 20 years. I've been in a lot of counseling sessions. I've been trained in biblical counseling. This was the best counseling I've ever had. And he never asked me any counseling questions. And it was interesting at the very beginning, he's asking me these pointed questions of what do you see? And I honestly was just at a loss. I thought, what am I doing here? Like, I guess I got to feed him something, you know, to keep this thing going. I don't know what I'm seeing. And so I was just kind of playing along, trying to humor him. And so I gave him an image that was kind of fuzzy in my head, but why not? And then he said, well, Jesus, help him understand where he got this. And I thought, I don't, yeah, I don't know where I'm getting this. And it was just like, I'm trying to be nice, was kind of my posture. <laughs> this weird family story came back to me. And again, like Dale was saying, I thought, this is weird. Like, I didn't want it to be like Freudian, tell me about your mom, tell me about your dad, like daddy wounds, because I don't have those. I was raised in a very godly home. But I kind of threw this story out, and immediately said, okay, Jesus, help him understand. Why is this significant? Why did it come to mind now? I'm thinking to myself, it came to mind now because I had to say something. <laughs> but in that exact moment it was like a tidal wave like a tsunami from the bottom of my soul I finally had words for what my soul had been struggling with for 43 years and I couldn't even get that next sentence out without just coming completely unmoved because I knew that's the sentence. That was the phrase. That was the thing. So I was suspicious, but open. I played along, and then the Spirit gave my soul language. And that was my experience. It was just a phenomenal thing. It was amazing to hear these testimonies at our first major multi-church prayer conference. And even though we've grown accustomed to hearing several testimonies like this weekly, we still marvel as we get a front row seat to seeing people experience breakthrough and even a short time of listening and prayer. While our normal prayer sessions last about an hour and a half, it's not uncommon for people to experience breakthrough from just leading them to listen in prayer for even 30 seconds. God is our creator, and he sent his son Jesus with the offer to carry our heavy burdens that we might receive his rest. But for some reason, we tend to ask God for things to change and then wait as though God is going to surprise us someday when he answers our prayers. However, as 2 Peter 3, 9 tells us, the Lord is not slow in keeping his promise, as some understand slowness. Instead, he is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. All too often when we're waiting for God, he's actually waiting for us to listen to him in prayer, just as these three pastors did at this conference. And it made all the difference to them and their families and their congregations. The next year, after this conference, things continued to build on campus, and it seemed as though I was given even more favor with the administration. I was promoted to associate professor, and I even taught a 1,000 students in my New Testament survey classes. And all throughout that year, word continued to spread about our biweekly prayer meetings. And we continued to partner with our church to do pray-through-it conferences. 
but my time at the university as a residential professor was coming to a close. God had given me a bit of a heads up that this was coming, and since this involves listening and prayer, and since I haven't shared this story before in this podcast, perhaps now would be a good time for me to share these stories. I live right down the street from the Donald Duck Bottling Company, where the church that founded our university began, and I'll often go for walks down to this church to pray. And there's just something about a certain part of the property that when I'm there and when I pray, it's as though I'm standing on holy ground and I feel strengthened. It's as though I'm tapping into some earlier movement of God. Well, one day when I was in somewhat of a turmoil over if and when what was happening in prayer on campus was going to become too much for the school and they're going to ask me to leave. So I asked the Lord, Lord, how long do I have at this school? And I really didn't necessarily expect some sort of definite answer, but the sense that I got was at least two years. And it was the word at least that caught my attention. I thought that's specific enough to be helpful, but big enough to be the Lord because he doesn't always give us the details along the way. And at least could actually mean that there'd be many years. But I thought a two-year period implied that I didn't need to be concerned about the present, but that it might be a short time after that. And so as a result of this prayer, I rested a little easier at that time, but I began to take preparations to be ready to leave at any point after that two years. And so when the big layoff came, our school made national news with this when they let 12 religion professors go all at once, I was ready. And when did it happen? It was about two and a half years after I initially had asked God and heard at least two years. And even before that, the Lord was impressing on my heart to leave being a professor in order to be the student and family minister at our church. And it kind of seemed odd to me. Who leaves being a professor to become a youth pastor? But both Jen and I had felt called into student ministry for quite some time, and really the way that we were ministering to the college students was very much like being a college ministry pastor. So amazingly, right around the time of the layoff, I found out that our current student and family pastor position in our church was going to be opening up because the current pastor was going to be launching into a new ministry. And so after that, I was serving as a student and family pastor at our church for the next year and a half. So we began youth ministry just as the COVID restrictions set in. But since we were new to youth ministry, we were in many ways undaunted. We didn't know any different. And so we quickly learned how to use audio and video equipment in order to minister to the youth virtually during the pandemic. And now that the interim has come to an end, in hindsight, we can see all the ways that God was doing things to prepare us to go full-time and pray through it. All of the multimedia skills that we honed during that time are now we're, we're doing right now as we make this podcast and as we develop teaching materials and opportunities locally and online. As we wrap up this season, we hope that you've enjoyed sharing in our journey. We know that out of the thousands of downloads this season, many have come from Don's former students or people that we've met during conferences. Others of you have just stumbled upon it. We're hoping that this season will continue for years to come to help people not just to get to know us, but it will help countless people to reconsider how God speaks today and they will begin experiencing and leading others to deep intimacy with Christ through prayer. We're especially hoping that if you're like us and you're a bit skeptical about listening in prayer, this season has helped to add to your unquenchable thirst after God and his kingdom, so much so that you and God's timing are willing to step out into what God is calling you to do, regardless of the cost. Or perhaps you come from a church that seems very open to the Spirit, but not very well grounded in the Word of God. 
We're hoping that this season has helped you to be able to better understand and articulate some of that biblical basis for listening in prayer. We're in the planning stages of launching a second season where we deal more topically with issues related to how to practice and lead others in listening prayer. So if you're interested, just let us know by leaving a review and just letting us know how much you're hoping for season two. And what better way for us to close out this season than to close in prayer? So as we pray, our goal is to hear from the Lord. So if you begin to hear from the Lord, just focus on that rather than my own words and just allow your ear to home in on those parts of the prayer that apply to what God is leading you in. So let's pray. Lord God, we thank you for allowing us to connect with so many people throughout this podcast this season. And we praise you for all the stories of lives changed that you allowed us to share. And we ask, would you guide each person listening to overcome anything that's getting in the way of their relationship with you? We ask that you would activate any of the gifts that have been in them, that you've been leading them to, truly casting their cares upon you, that they might receive that peace that surpasses all understanding. So right now we ask, would you bring their mind to rest and their heart to peace? Would you show them what's the biggest care that they're carrying right now? Would you bring that to them in a way that they can receive? Now, it's not necessarily the first thing that comes to mind, but it's that thing that you can't put out once it comes. It could be a word or an image or a memory, an emotion or feeling. Or would you show us what's the biggest care that they're carrying right now? Would you bring that to them in a way that they can receive? Or would you show us, when did this come into our lives? Would you take us back to that time when this care came into our lives, protect us from it, though? And would you show us, what did we believe in that moment? Would you bring that to our minds? Would you show us, Lord, is this true? Lord, what's the truth? If there's any lies that you're believing right now, or if there's anything that you're sensing that you're carrying that's not of the Lord, can you just picture handing that over to him? Let him take it? Is the Lord willing to take it? Are you willing to give it over to him? Picture just letting him have it and see what he does with it. If you're not willing to let him take it, or you feel like you're just going to take it back, are you willing to let him hold it for a minute? If so, just let him hold it and see what it feels like without it. Or would you help him to see what does it feel like without it? Would you help him to see what is it you want to put in place of this? Are you willing to make this trade? If so, let him have it and fully receive what it is that he wants to give you. Often it's a fruit of the Spirit. It can be other things as well. Lord, what is it you want to give them? If you're still not willing or able to make the trade, just ask the Lord, Lord, would you show me why am I holding on to these things that are hurting me? Would you show me what I think they're doing for me? And then test to see if what you're believing is true. Can you make the trade now? So as we finish up this time of prayer, you might want to go back through. Some of you were able to go through very quickly Others of you are going to need to pause between each question and just spend some serious time waiting and talking with the Lord. And with that, we're going to wrap up this season. 
and shift our focus toward developing resources to help you, your friends and your family, and your church to grow in your walk with Christ through prayer. If there's anything that we can do to help your community go deeper, email us at drlove at praythroughit.com. That's D-R-L-O-V-E at praythroughit.com. Did you know that we often lead listening and inner healing prayer retreats and trainings? Who do you know that would benefit from these? Check us out at praythroughit.com slash events to see when we are going to be in your area. And if you don't see what you're looking for, email Don at drlove at praythroughit.com to discuss how we can minister to your family and friends. Unquenchable is a ministry of Pray Through It Ministries. To learn more about us and our ministry, check us out at praythroughit.com.